Hello, and welcome to the Coach's Cup. I am Coach Judith Fender with the No BS Weight Loss Program, and I'm podcasting today with you with all... <laughs> with me. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> I'm it, and I just knew that we could come in with some kind of a different a different intro. Maybe there's something being said for sticking to the to the to the old plan. To the classics. <laughs> just ask Coca-Cola. Well, I am Sonia Green from Sonia Green Coaching, although I think I think most people know that, right? You know, I think they do know that by now. I'm hoping. <laughs> but maybe it we've picked up a quite a few new listeners lately. True. So saying our name again is always helpful. And today we're going to be talking about impossible goals. Very timely. And in the spirit of that, right? Because this as this podcast drops, it's going to be about two, three weeks before the new year. And I wanted to also let you know, if you're, if you're a no BS woman, January 1st, we're having a workshop. And if you have a friend who you would like to expose to the no BS program, maybe let her see what that's like. I want you to be looking in your email for some information about a coupon where maybe you can bring a friend free to the workshop. Um, Just be on the lookout for that. And I also want to remind you, like if you're looking for a Christmas present, don't forget that we have the virtual camp. You can ask for what you want this year. And just remember, if you sign up for the virtual camp, you get to create any experience you want. You can go to any hotel, you can do it at your house and just really have fun with your accountability group and watch it at your leisure. So I want it's to talk easy for your husband to wrap right? And we've got <laughs> payment plans, just whatever, you know, go to nobswomen.com and you will find that. And again, that's only for members. Yeah. And also I wanted to plug my course, Dropping Imposter Syndrome. If you are not on my email list, if you're on my email list, you already know about this course, you know, it's coming up in January. If you're not on my email list, now is the time to get on it. So go to my website, soniagreencoaching.com, S-O-N-Y-A, and get on the mailing list there. And you will start receiving emails, learning about this course. And I am super excited. I have been researching and interviewing some of our listeners even. And this is just, I was, I was writing the copy today for some of it. And I was so excited. I hated to stop. Like I had to stop. I had to do other things, but I was just like, really, you know, I was having a buzz at, at creating some of this stuff. So I can't wait to share it with you all. Oh, that's super exciting. It is. It is. It is. It's a big deal. So in an impossible goal, right? So we can, <laughs> at some point it was an impossible goal, right? At some point, probably what three, are we looking at three years ago? Yeah, yeah it what? was. It was an impossible goal and Mm -hmm. now it is coming to fruition in just a really fun way. Mm -hmm. So as we we land in with that, like we think about the definition of what an impossible goal is, and I'm, I'm trying to scroll through my notes and also rely on my memory at the same time. And what I remember, what an impossible goal is, it's a reach goal. It's one that's going to require you to grow. It's going to require you to take some risks some challenges mm-hmm. show up in a different capacity and figure things out like risk failure is the big yeah. thing. Yeah. It's something 
You know, it's funny. I have to tell on myself today, I was thinking about an impossible goal for my business, which is what I have for this year, a monetary goal. That's an impossible goal. And, and I was thinking to myself, you know, that's probably too aggressive. I'll back it off just for this year and say, it's this. And then I started laughing. I said, it's not impossible now. (laughs) That's the whole point of an impossible goal is it's probably not, it's so impossible. It's probably not going to happen. And so that takes some of the pressure off, right? Right. It's something you get to have fun with. Yes. And the creation of who you want to be. And it's not a high stakes goal. In other words, that you saying, take the pressure off. That's the perfect thing because it's not a high stakes goal, but Mm -hmm. it's a big goal. It requires you and your brain thinks a little harder, gets a little more creative. And, you know, here's the key. It's action. It is an action packed process to get towards that impossible goal. Yeah. When we talk about action first, just really quickly, I want to jump in and say, we make these big goals. And, And I talked about this a couple of weeks ago in the podcast. We make a big goal. And then we're like, okay, here's my big goal. And we don't think about, okay, I'm stepping out day one. Mm -hmm. This is what I need to do. Because it's such a big, fun goal to look at. We don't think about what it's going to take down in the trenches doing it each day. And that's the action that, that you're so good at talking about and so good at creating in your own life. It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of action and our impossible goal, like this is a little bit off. Oh, yeah. We want y'all's feedback. We're, we have been tossing this around and this just may be the year, but we would like your feedback on like if the coach's cup had a retreat, mm. would you be interested? When would be a good time of the year? What would you like to learn? Where would you like to go? I don't know. What else do we want to know from them, Sonia? Yeah. Just a weekend with the girls. You know, if, if you could spend a weekend, I'm thinking like a three day weekend with me and Judith Mm -hmm. coaching and supporting each other and learning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where, what would you want to do? And would you even be interested in that? Now, if you say you're interested, we're not going to hound you about it. Yeah. But, but this has been a goal of ours for quite some time. We've tossed it around We've and now we're ready to get into some action and plan it. But we want to know if there's an interest there first. We'd like about 30 ladies, I think, on the first one, just to see how it goes. 30 ladies, yes. So you just let us know. Right. I hadn't thought about how many because I was thinking like seven, but 30. (laughs) We'll talk later. (laughs) Get our goals. and and, Yeah. I was thinking 30 is a nice number. Uh, well, you know, 30 is, 30 is, three days. I mean, it would be great. So Tanya, where can they let us know <laughs> if they were interested or want to discuss this or drop you some notes? You can let us know on the Coaches Cup podcast Facebook page. Yes. But just go there and we have people commenting about the different podcast episodes, asking questions, making comments. So just go on there. In fact, maybe one of us will start a thread and say, would you be interested in, that would be a lovely thing to do, wouldn't it? As far as our daily planning goes. 
but if you're interested, just let us know. Yeah. We need to put like a fork in the road and make a decision at some point, but maybe in the new year, maybe in January, we officially yep. decide. Yep. So when you hear this, if, if it's not after, if it's February, it's probably too late. You're either uh, too late to give input on that, but not too late. Go <laughs> not to too late to get in on their train. Right. right. Yeah. You'll, you'll hear other podcasts about, about what we're doing. So back to action, back to action. What, what I heard you saying, and I think what people who don't have the ability or the understanding on how to break a goal down mm-hmm. is they can get into that. I'm going to say like a freeze state, like their nervous system. It just becomes overwhelming. Yes. It becomes something that just looms off into the distance. And then something that, that you could like beat yourself up with, right? Yes. Like, oh, well, I set that goal and I really never did anything. And, and I never just mocking me now laughing at me. Mm-hmm. And so thinking about something that you want an impossible goal, and then making the action steps doable based on where you're at now. And so while we were thinking about this for talking about it in terms of business, this is also in terms of weight loss. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what Corinne teaches us in understanding about showing up and making your 24 hour plan, not doing it perfectly, getting your fails in and then building your resiliency, modifying your plan based on how you did and understanding about yourself and then showing up the next day and continuing learning and not hanging on to thinking you need to lose 10 pounds the first week. That is such an epic um, something for people to work on their thoughts around a lot, but refining your process. And loving how you're showing up and who you're becoming. Yeah. Remember back in the day when Brooke used to have us list a hundred fails? Yes. And she still says that impossible goals are built on a stack of failures. Stack of failures. Mm-hmm. And too many times, you know, I, I have been in academia teaching for years Students do not want to fail. They will, in fact, we've podcasted on that. They'll go to great lengths not to fail. I have a bunch of finals to score after after we podcast tonight, as a matter of fact. (laughs) They hopefully they will go to epic lengths not to fail. But what we don't think about is that failure is such an important learning process. Failure doesn't mean it's the end that we have crashed and burned, that our goal is gone. Mm -hmm. It means that we have acquired some kind of knowledge, some kind of wisdom from that failure, and we're ready to take the next step. Right. Knowing it might be failure too. Well, and I think that's also even using the word failure has such a bad connotation and it hangs in people's mouth. They don't want to, they don't want to say, and even as a coach, as an experienced as we are, when someone shows up and is using that kind of language, we want to caution them. Yeah. Right. So even using this around impossible goals, I feel like, but thinking, pulling the failure towards you, pulling it in and embracing it exactly like you're saying, knowing yeah. But it's going to happen. Expect it to happen. Yeah. And and knowing that each fail 
gets you one step closer to succeeding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the baby mm-hmm. that keeps trying to get up and walk. Yes. Any failures? Does, does did your toddler or did your cousin, your niece, your nephew, whoever? How many bruises? How many did we have to go through? <laughs> how many knots on their little heads? And you learn know what? <laughs> not once did they say, hmm, I'm just not going to learn to walk. Right. I'm just going to sit here. Yeah. I'm just going to sit here and let you carry me for the rest of my life. My son could have gone for that for a little while. But <laughs> it was short lived. <laughs> That's one of those baby things. He was so cute. Yeah, the baby. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. The way that babies actually learn to walk, they build those walking muscles mm-hmm. by falling and pushing themselves back mm-hmm. up. Exactly. And that's the way, if we would use that model of failure, I think, and I, I, I'm very visual when I think about these things. If I visualize a baby, you know, clumsily trying to push themselves back up and thinking about how that builds that muscle. And instead of thinking about, I try something and it doesn't work. Well, that just blew my whole month's work. What if I thought instead about, Wow, I can feel my I can feel myself getting a little stronger there. there. Yeah. I think I'll push a little harder and see if I can get up a little faster the next time. Mm-hmm. This is getting a little easier. Oh, this is more familiar to both me and my nervous system and my muscles. Yeah. Yeah. We want to know. I mean, when you set an impossible goal, the first thing your brain asks, because it's your brain, is how are you gonna do that? How are you gonna do it? Where's the roadmap? Oh my goodness. Again, with my students, (laughs) they had a big project due last week. And the, I always asked for feedback about what I could do that would improve their experience. And invariably I get this answer and I always laugh because they're never, ever going to get it, but they want more direction. They want me to more clearly define how they should go about this process, mm-hmm. not understanding that it's me leaving the how fuzzy that creates their learning experience. If I give them a recipe step-by-step, well, yeah, they're going to get a cake if they do everything right. Ooh, I want to see <laughs> the. <laughs> They are going to figure out something maybe a whole lot better than cake. Mm. They're going to make something that I couldn't even imagine. And that's what I tell them all the time. And Mm. that's the way it is with our impossible goals. If we knew the how, it wouldn't be impossible, right? 100%. So if we think in terms of like your students, what strategic byproducts would you expect them to learn on this assignment that you've given them? Say, I don't know, I'm guessing it's writing a paper. Well, they actually had to work together to create presentations, research presentations. So over the course of the semester, but yeah, I expect it to build their, yeah, their collaboration skills, critical thinking skills, time management, because I don't tell them, I'm just saying it has to be done this week. Here's your group. Here's your project. I do meet with them and kind of direct them from time to time. Sure. But I don't give them all of that step by step. Are you coaching want. them? Are you coaching them? <laughs> it, it's much more a mentoring or coaching experience than it. Yeah, exactly. And they're terrified of failing. 
what do you tell them? Oh, we, we talk about failure. Yeah. I, I talk about failure at the, like the first class in most of my classes about how if they, I want them to fail big in my class, it's a safe place for you to do it. And failing big does not mean not showing up <laughs> and waiting to the night before. That's not the kind of big failure I'm talking about. Cause if that's the kind you want, then you've yeah. earned it. Another thing. Yeah. But if you try something and I mean, try it and it falls apart and it, you know, just because it, it just didn't come together for whatever reason, but you put your all into it, then you're going to get the grade mm-hmm. because you tried something. I would much rather somebody throw their all into it and it not be what they thought it was going to be than to just stick with something safe where they really didn't learn anything. Safety. Yeah. And that's, that's what our brain wants. Exactly. Right. Right. It doesn't want us to feel feelings that don't feel good. Did how many times did I say feel three? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it. It just wants to keep us safe, keep us in the in the cave, not take any risks, stay yeah, comfortable. Yeah. Because that's what we're hardwired for. Yeah. And the yeah. brain doesn't know the difference between the risk of getting an F versus the risk yeah. of, I don't know, playing in traffic, something like that. It just comes to my mind because you know, it's that risky. Our brains don't know the difference between a real risk or a perceived risk, right? That perceived in the mind and and that avoidance of feeling shame, of feeling um, uncertain, of feeling whatever, not safe, whatever that. And, and our brains love to negotiate us into safety. They're so smart. You know, like mine did, like I was talking about the beginning of the episode. Oh, well, that's not really a reasonable goal. So I could just make it this. And suddenly I've no longer, I no longer have an impossible goal because I'm going to slide into safety here because mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable with that. That's the other thing setting an impossible goal does is it exposes us to all of those uncomfortable feelings. Right. And those uncomfortable feelings are where the growth happens Mm -hmm. every time. I I have to tell a story on my daughter. So my sweet daughter is getting ready next month to start chiropractic school. And she is nervous. Mm -hmm. You know, she's 21 years old. Uh, She's moving to a new place where she doesn't know anybody. She's starting school. She got her class schedule and good grief. I'll have to show you her classes. Eight to three, Monday through Friday, like hard classes. I I would rather get another PhD (laughs) than, than to do this. And so she called me yesterday. She FaceTimed me. And when we weren't even talking about anything sad or anything, but her eyes kept welling up with tears. I could see them. And when we were getting ready to hang up, they were just really, you know, popping out. And I was like, honey, what's wrong? And she said, it's okay. I'm just, I cry every day now. And so, and we had to go. I hung up and, but then it hit me. And I had kind of a flashback to when I started 
Mm. my pro well both my master's and my graduate program but especially in my master's program when I was about her age and I was moving to a new town I didn't know anybody and I hadn't thought about it in a long time how many different days I cried Mm. because I was scared and I never it never occurred to me to stop to not go right of course I was going but I cried a lot of days there at the beginning. And and I just hadn't thought about that moment for a long time. So I reached out to her later and told her, you know, you're right exactly where you're supposed to be. Because if you weren't scared right now, then you wouldn't be risking anything. You would be human. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because she texted me back and she was like, I'm so glad you told me that, Mama. I thought I was going crazy. Oh. She said, I thought I was losing my mind. And she's a sweet girl. But but my point in telling that story is that sometimes I think we get so used to safety that we forget. Mm-hmm what kind of fear is associated with a truly impossible goal? Mm -hmm. It's real. It it is real. And, and, you know, right now I'm feeling very safe in my life, Mm -hmm. right? There's, there's not a lot of, I feel very accomplished in coaching. I feel very accomplished in, you know, where I'm showing up that I'm actually like, we had done a little pre-gaming and I was like, like kind of itching for like, something else like uh-huh. ready for the next exciting thing the impossible the next impossible goal if you will yeah when we get in that safe space that feels really good and i think as a coach is what i'm trying to say as a coach who understands this on a a physical level a personal level and an understanding that while i feel safe right now i know i am my next goal away from having all of those feelings again Mm-hmm. doubting myself and tearing myself up or wanting to, mm-hmm. um, or wanting to do it perfectly for wanting to think that that's not enough or good enough to achieve the results and all the same things. If it's in weight loss, if it's in getting your master's or getting master certified or anything like that, mm-hmm. it's part of the process. And yeah. Yeah. With, you know, with some of the women that I work with, with their imposter syndrome, their impossible goal might be a job, like a promotion that's, that's way out there. And it seems crazy. Their daily action right now might be saying something in that next meeting that happens, Mm. just sitting down and saying, and ladies, I've been there. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like to say, okay, this time I'm going to speak up. And then you get in the meeting and everybody else is talking and you keep reasoning in your mind why, oh, I'll just be quiet. Everything's been said. I don't have anything I can add at this point. And before you know it, the meeting's over and you haven't, you haven't offered any value yet again. And so maybe that's the first step you take is saying, my daily goal for this impossible goal is speaking up yeah, and then making yourself do it. Not even knowing the how, when you decide that's your goal, you're just going to do Say it. Words. Just Say words. Say words. Yeah. Say words. Say- I'll bring the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I've, 
been there too. It feels yeah. like not too long ago. I think we've had a couple couple podcasts about, but you know, she's a self-coach in here. I don't know. I never thought of it as imposter syndrome as much as I was just so paralyzed with anxiety. That's just, what it does. Yeah. Frozen. Well, so let's, let's bring it all together. What, what's our big takeaway here for women who are, this is happening near the end of the year. I don't really, if you've listened to our earlier podcast, you know that we are not new year's resolution people. We are not, uh, this is just falling now because it is, but if you're setting goals and you should always be setting goals, Mm -hmm. then why not set an impossible, crazy goal for yourself for this next year? Something that you're going to do in 2023 and don't set five or six, please. (laughs) If you're doing it right, you only need one at a time. So set one and then in your daily planning that you should already be doing, make a plan for what you're going to do that day to get you one step closer. One step closer. And I think, you know, things I don't think we touched on was you're only failing if you quit. Yes. Or quitting ahead of time. Yes. Right. And just like not doing the things that's the true definition of failure, right? Is quitting. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was implying with the students in my class, the only time they're really going to fail is if they don't show up, don't do the work. Don't do the work. Right. 100%. And you have Um, failed miserably then. Right. And you're, you just become a better, you're, you're, the result is while you may not achieve the impossible goal, you are better for having had the goal. Yes. Yeah. Because who expects you to achieve it anyway? We mentioned in the beginning, it's kind of fun. I mean, you take off all of that high stakes stress because who's going to do this anyway? It's not like it's possible. It's impossible, but I'm going to have fun trying and I'm going to see where I am at the end of it. That's like, you know, I was thinking of some impossible goals and I'm trying to, oh, I watched a Christmas movie. Some, I don't know, had Lindsay Lohan and it was cute as a button, something Christmas anyway about it. And they have this ski lodge and, but anyway, this guy ends up in this fishing cabin and it's funny, but on the, on the wall inside the fishing cabin is a thing about man lands on the moon. And, you know, this is present day, like this is 2020, Uh but you know, so here's this newspaper. What is that? 1967 that the man. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just like, wow, like he had never seen that because he's so out of it. Anyway, where am I going with this? The man, man walking on the moon at one point, that was an impossible goal. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah. So absolutely crazy. Like the probably flying even. Right. Like all of these things, thinking about medical things that we do, thinking about running a four minute mile, everything is impossible. Until Until somebody does it. Somebody does it like yeah. us podcasting, having, having fun here, like 131 podcasts later. Yes. Look at us. Yes. I saw something today that said it had been 896 days. Oh, since our first uh, YouTube podcast. Okay. Since we first 896 days. Wow. You know, that sounds like a long time. It, it does and it doesn't at the same time. But when we first started, we didn't think about what we'd be doing 896 days later. We just took that first step. First step. Oh, I'm having a little memory. I can remember because we talked about it. We gave it some lip service for a while. Yep. And then I finally, I sent you because you had a link to the materials or to yes. the 
and then the you said, yeah, so like a couple of days passed by and then we had an exchange and I was like, it's here. I ordered mine. Where's yours? <laughs> and the and rest, like, oh, as they say, is history. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And and we'll be like that with our events someday. You know, someday we'll be throwing these events together like their old hat. 896 I, days from now, maybe. My impossible goal. Yeah. It would have some travel. Like it's not gonna be Nashville. <laughs> no, Nashville. no, it's not. Thank you very much. Uh we we are open to and it's not yeah. gonna be Asheville. <laughs> But see, I, I could do that. that. I think I think hiking, that'd be lots of fun. You know, it would be a great time of year. Like say if we did October, mm-hmm. it would be a nice time to come see the leaves. And there's so many places here, but you know, I went out of Dodge. So okay. all right. Tell us where your view is. All right, back to impossible goal, making sure that um making sure make just staying in action, making small, doable steps, visiting that goal daily. If it's making a, you know, spending 15 minutes looking at it, if it's making a phone call to get that, get it rolling, whatever that could look like. Um, and this is important too, not to lower your goal, even if it's weight loss, if it's yes. a monetary goal, when you set the goal, you don't change the goal. You keep working and becoming that person. Yeah. who Even if you have to push the time out. Right. Right. Yes, you still keep going for the goal. Yeah, because that's what we do too often. What happens is we'll say, okay, a year from now, I'm a, I'm going to say weight loss because this is a super easy example. Uh-huh. A year from now, I'm going to lose fifty. I'm going to have I'm going to be fifty pounds lighter. Uh-huh. And so we get to next November and we haven't lost any weight at all, and we're like, well, I'll never do that. So we just give up. Mm-hmm. So you never drop the goal. You lengthen the time. There you go. I love it. All right. All right. Well, I think we've already talked about how to, how to find us. Yeah, I think we can can (laughs) flip-flop. That's it. All right. Done now. (laughs) We'll see you next week. And who knows what we'll be talking about then. Yep. (laughs) Bye. Bye.